The Sea of Monsters, Chapter 9, I Have the Worst Family Reunion Ever. Annabeth volunteered to go alone since she had the cap of invisibility, but I convinced her it was too dangerous. Either we all went together or nobody. Went I'm Ava. I'm Neve. And I'm Brayden. And this is Return to Camp Half Blood. Join us as we journey back through a childhood favorite series. And see what lessons we can learn as adults from these books that meant so much to us as kids. I also had a thought, like, people really say vitamins, vitamins. People they say do. that? They do. Is it regional? I think like, it's British people. Vitamins. Gross. He's <laughs> day, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's British people. I'm not. I want to say it's British people. This like my grandma says it like that, too. The She's reason we seceded. <laughs> That's the reason. Yeah. Vitamins. We're like vitamins. <laughs> vitamins. Not religious American freedom. American revolution. Not at all. <laughs> oh, we were talking, I was talking about the Revolutionary War. You were talking about like all the way back, like the pilgrims. Like that's why they left. Yeah. Well, uh, both. I mixed them up in my head. All right. <laughs> <laughs> my stupid little history minor ass, like <laughs> really just plundering American history. All right. We're, we're uh, doing well. American history is about plundering. So it's true. But also I, I would like to know everything. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, welcome back to Return to Camp Half-Blood. Today we're talking about The Sea of Monsters, chapters 9 and 8. I have the worst family reunion ever, and I'm gonna stall, I'm gonna stall, I'm flipping through for the table of contents. Um, We had uh, tried with dead confederates, but isn't that chapter 10? You're right, it is chapters 9 and 10. Did I say chapter 8? You did, yeah. <laughs> well, I lied because we always go odd chapter, even chapter. So I'm the dumbass. Well, you no, know, you still went odd, even. Um, no, I went even odd. No, you I said nine. No, you said nine you and said eight. Nine and eight. <laughs> I can't even count. <laughs> this is where we are right now. I so I got mm. half of that right. You correct. Did, I did go it. You're doing well. Um, should we just get to this? <laughs> Anyways, but we're talking about it through the theme of autonomy. Autonomy. Yeah. I I almost said androgyny, and I was like, "That's a different thing." <laughs> very different thing. They are so very different, different things. Before we get into the episode, remember to follow us on social media. I return to camp. Everywhere. Well, not everywhere. Instagram and Twitter. Twitter, Those are the only things people care about. Yeah, I don't think we have a LinkedIn. Um, (laughs) Maybe you don't. Um, And uh, also support us on Patreon for some cool content. Yay. Our Kane Chronicle series is getting intense. You guys do not want to miss it. Oh, yes. It, It very much is. We're having a great time. We are having a great time. But you know who else is going to have a great time? Uh, Neve, who has to do a 30-second <gasps> recap. Good transition. Right. Though I did skim over um, us thanking Ashley, our patron. We're doing yes. it now. But I did that now. now. Our legendary <laughs> level patron. Shout out to you. Yes. Anyways, Neve, are we ready? I think so. 
You specifically. Are you ready? <laughs> Look at that. I brought it back to what we were talking about before we started recording. So no one else listening will understand. But um, Oh, the song. The song Your Makeup is Terrible <laughs> by Alaska Thunderfuck. All right. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to try and do this without writing it since all of you make fun of me. We're proud. Wow. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my me God. Too. Okay. I'm excited. The anticipation is killing me. Um. But I was stalling to pull up the timer. <laughs> All right. Three. Two. Two and a half. No. One. Go. Okay. So Luke arrests them and then they jump off the boat in a lifeboat. But then they're, the monsters are chasing after them. So they let out a big whoosh and then they're fucking going. And then- like boat is sailing there in Chesapeake Bay and um, Annabeth takes them to a little hideout that Luke and Talia and her had and then um, they go to get donuts but there's monsters and surprise Clarice is here period three two one I missed some big points in there but I think I got the major you did miss um, all of chapter nine (laughs) (laughs) You did start Wait, you, you you did start like halfway through. You skipped the oh. whole part where they like encounter Luke and he he tells them their master plan. I said Luke arrests them. Basically all that happens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean there's That's like true. some details in there, but if we're like talking the, summary, like Luke that, arrests them. Uh, the bears don't matter. But Kronos no. is coming back. I feel like that. Oh. Yeah, but we've been new. <laughs> well like we been new. Like did we been new? I see what you're saying. I understood. But what have we been new? In a, I, in a certain way. I agree. Yeah. Dramatic pro- irony. Dramatic irony. Dramatic like, irony. I mean, like, we probably been new, but like, did Percy been new? Exactly. He's not smart enough to have non. No. <laughs> <laughs> to have the of Mediterranean bread for himself. <laughs> I love not. Far enough to have not non. is good. That is great. I don't I, think I've ever had non. I'm also oh, allergic to gluten. It's so superb. Like, my bread experience is very oh, limited. <laughs> that's something I. That's something I forgot. I mean, in things we forgot. That's something I forgot about Brayden. And <laughs> like in the six months that I have not seen him in person, like I, dude, I literally have asked Brayden multiple times. Like, you've never tried this. What do you mean? And he's like, I can't eat gluten. Like, like, I, no, I mean, people to- do that to me all the time with meat. I just have no critical understanding of, like, what Ava, things we forgot. I forgot you were a vegetarian. Right? I kind of did, too. I, like, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm looking at myself right now in, in the Zoom um, camera, and I'm like, that doesn't look like a vegetarian, does it? But it is. It is one. Well, technically not. I do eat fish, but... Pescatarian. Pescatarian. I'm slowly working my way to also be a pescatarian. Good. Um, I've stopped with red meat. Amazing. I still eat chicken and turkey. So, like, yeah. that's the next step. Yeah. You do yeah. you, bro. It's just, like, it's more, it's better for me, you know? Yeah. I feel, I feel that, too. I feel like meat makes me feel weird. Red meat definitely does make me feel weird. Yeah. It's um, just, I started, oh, God, I think it's been, like, five or six years. But, like, it's just always made me very deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> so, I was just oh, kind of, yes. like, no. <laughs> so, I just stopped. But I do love sushi. Me too. I, I work at a sushi restaurant and I get 30% off, which is why I've decided that fish it must stay on the table. Understood. Yeah. 
All right. Anyways, speaking of, speaking of fish, uh, the sea of monsters. Oh, Ooh, he did You're it. On me. it with these transitions today. You what really did you are. Forget, boys. I forgot most of it. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't no. forget the hiding thing. Like the, I didn't forget any of chapter ten. But I forgot really? most of chapter nine. <laughs> yeah, chapter nine. I forgot uh, both. The Bear Boys is what the I'm going to I don't remember their names because their names were very similar. It was like Agrius and uh, O something. Osama bin Laden. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> so that's not right. It's not, Obama. but I'm. Uh, oh, um, we're going to um, call them Obama Orias. and Joe Biden. Okay, I actually like that better. All right. Uh, Joe Biden is the one who doesn't talk well and is kind of stupid. <laughs> and the smart one's Obama. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Luke's office is kind of fire. I'm not going to lie. Like, they describe his, like, it. office. I'm not picturing it. Chamber. Like, they're, like, he's got, like, his, like, swing hammock over here and then like oh. his planning air I don't I can't I'm already forgetting what it was but I knew that when I was reading it I enjoyed it um <laughs> and then we have the sarcophagi sarcophagus yeah I think it's just one <laughs> it, it is just one oh, okay <laughs> sitting at the edge there uh I that's def- just scary right I just I, got scared I definitely forgot about how Kronos reforms like the details of it, they're like every every new person who pledges themselves. Oh, me too. He gets another yeah. part of his body. Yeah, yeah, I do forget about that. And like, what is is this like physically true? Is it like spiritually magically true? Like, do like this is like pinky toe show up when one person pledges themselves, <laughs> and then like his thigh? Like, is it is there an order? Is it random? I could not tell you. You'll have to ask him. Yeah. Next time I see him. <laughs> <I'll ask. laughs> yeah. Hard. Um, this, oh. this is the first time we hear about 16th birthday. Right. Big detail. It is? It is. Because I think it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, because because okay. Percy in it is like, oh, Chiron said there was some prophecy that involved me, but like now I gotta wait for my sixteenth birthday to find out. Damn. Yeah, that must be it. Okay. Yeah, we must have just heard about the prophecy before this, and not like specifically the detail of sixteenth birthday. <laughs> Rick Riordan loves a slow burn. Oh my god, he really does. I, like, didn't realize it took this long for us to find out the prophecy. Like, we still don't know it. Do we not learn it? So when do we learn it? I don't know. I feel like it's going to be, like, last Olympian. (laughs) I know, right? I thought it was the end of the first book. And then I'm like, is it the end of this book? It's not going to be because I will never know, you know? I feel like it's Titan's Curse. I feel like let's all place our bets on one of the book, one of uh, one of the next three books, and one of us will have to be right. 
True. Plot twist, like, it, doesn't, it doesn't show up to a lost hero like after <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah. Like the one that he's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I also forgot, and this is like shameful, um, but like I forgot that th- these chapters literally take place where I'm from. Like they take place in my state, which is the coolest thing ever can i say the maryland representation in these books epic um but like they mentioned the chesapeake bay and i was like i have gone like i've been to that bay i've gone crabbing you know on like a school trip like the most maryland shit you've ever heard in your life um but like I forgot. And like, I did my research to make sure that the place where they docked was in Maryland and not Virginia, um, because rights for me. Um, and it's true. And I just couldn't believe that I'd forgotten that. Um, but my pride is like everywhere right now. So I was, I was very happy. Uh, is there something in history about Chesapeake Bay? Cause I heard that and I was like, yes, Chesapeake Bay, like in history, is there a it's battle? It's in the Hamilton song. That's probably why. Is it really? Is there a Battle of Chesapeake yes. Bay? The Battle of Yorktown. Lafayette is waiting in York- Chesapeake Bay. Oh, I've watched Hamilton knows. more than a few times since it's come <laughs> on Disney Plus. So that's fair. Yes, I have yet Yorktown. to. That's funny because I actually didn't even remember that. I know that we're a um, very interesting eco ecological uh, <laughs> area to study. <laughs> A lot of crabs. Come Lots to Maryland and eat crabs. I. <laughs> anyway, that's what I. Because Maryland is better than New Jersey. <gasps> Thank <gasps> you. I just I feel like I have to like work it in every week now. <laughs> um. It it made sense to fill it there. Also, but like t- along the same lines of what you're saying, like I've when they were like, oh, we're on the coast, like, by Virginia Beach. I was like, wow, I've been to Virginia Beach. Like, growing up reading these, like, I, I've been nowhere. Like, I ain't been anywhere. Like, I've been... I mean, I've been in the state for 19 years. <laughs> right, like, I've been in, in Massachusetts. Well, I w- got born in Missouri. Got and, born. And, then be, and then I'd be in Massachusetts. Like, those are the places yeah. I know. And, like, they don't be going to Massachusetts. So. That's true. I mean, I was born in Baltimore, and then I moved 10 minutes outside of Baltimore for 19 years. <laughs> so, I, you know, it's just a disgraceful that I forgot this detail. But, anyway, it fits the section. <laughs> Her life got uprooted. It got uprooted moving to Ellicott City. Like, <laughs> like come on, guys. <laughs> That's what I forgot, so... I chapter 10 I don't know why I remember so much about it I remember so much of chapter 10 I think just because I thought it was really cool that they made that (laughs) and like it was just something I wanted to do so me too can we make a fort (laughs) right like wasn't it isn't it very cool oh my god we should make a fort (gasps) yeah I don't think we can socially distance make a fort. Um, That's true. But you never know. 
if we all move in together in January, we're making a fort. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> okay, I so I really need need to talk about monster donuts, but I'm not sure <laughs> if if I wait till the theme section. I I feel like I can uh, rope it into the theme. Um, okay. But, okay, so I'm going to get this out of the way first. <laughs> I wrote, oh no, Chris Rodriguez. I forget, I don't know who Chris Rodriguez is, but they make a very big point about him. Yeah, like, Percy's even like, I don't know who this guy is. Like, I vaguely remember the idea of this man, but like... You're just making hand gestures. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, I had no, like... Podcasting is not a visual media. I know ha- I, I know had a verbal way to express the um, that feeling. You know, like, in, like, 2017, where everyone was doing, like, the hand gesture where they, like, leaned oh. crouched over, <gasps> like, they're, like... Like yeah. I don't think that was that long ago. Yes, it was. I, I it no, was, I don't I, think that was that long ago. I have no idea. Twenty seventeen is three, almost four years ago. I was I just, in. It was sophomore oh year. Of, it was like sophomore year of high school time, like so, freshman sophomore year of high school. Oh, then that's the year. So I was like 2016, 2017. Wow. It was that long ago, but um, that, to, that, describe, wow. to describe the gesture for our audience, like it's you know. Like like this almost like Snow White like the the witch giving her the apple and like like leaning over and like being like what um that gesture that people were making like three or four years ago like all like the a, time a circular it's hand not, motion no longer funny twice yeah <laughs> I don't ha- I have no idea how we got here anyways. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There. Anyways, the theme of autonomy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. How about it, guys? <laughs> How about it? <laughs> I'm just I have like two areas I want to cover in this this theme and I'm trying to decide where I want to go first. I, want, I feel like I've talked a lot, so I'll just build off of what <laughs> you guys have to say. Uh I want to go into talking about Luke first. I'll go chronologically in the book. Um, Like, this whole movement is about autonomy. It's about, like, gaining independence and control over, like, demigods gaining control over themselves. And yet, the way that Luke goes about doing it is, like, hitching his horse to another wagon, you know? Is that the phrase? Uh, yeah. It is now, right? It's like, it's interesting that in order to gain autonomy, he like has to give up some. Like he even, we don't find this out in this chapter, but he's going to give up part of like him. Like he's going to give up himself essentially. Like he's hosting Kronos. And like, so he's slowly losing control over his own body. 
and his own life, which is like the definition of autonomy is like control over your own life. But his motivations to do it are like the inverse of his actions. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think it's interesting because I think most of the addicts, I think a big part of this whole movement that Luke starts is autonomy and gaining control over his own life. But I think at the core, it's not about autonomy. I think it's about uh, bitterness and revenge because at the end of the day, he, he didn't have control over being born a son of the gods but that's not necessarily something he could gain back, you know? Yeah. At the end of the day, it's anger at the gods for making him this way. But it's not anything he ever could have changed through controlling his own life. Mm-hmm. It's something that's been, that he was literally born into and can't change it, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So because of that, he may say it's about gaining control of his own life, but he's willing to give up control of his own life just out of, Spite and bitterness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like his motivation is revenge. His But his platform, like how he gets people on board, is like this idea of independence from the gods, like autonomy. But I, like, so I was thinking about this idea. And then I was like, like, you think about the concept of autonomy, like within like systems of governance and like politically. And I was like, there's no real like system of governance in the like Greek mythology demigod world here. Like there, there are no like legal systems. It's just like a system based on like, everyone's afraid of the gods and will do what they say when they Mm -hmm. want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, so in a way, I don't know. I'm like so that I don't I don't know where I'm where to go further with that idea but it confused me in my yeah. head. <laughs> yeah. Um I just have a bunch of scattered thoughts to add I guess. Like it just seems like they operate solely on like fear-based politics that influence all their policies. Um which, like, I understand wanting to get away from that and wanting something more structured. But at the same time, like, that just means that you cannot and will never be free of, like, someone else always using you as a puppet. Um, and, like, I get that that's not super high on his priority list because I get that he just has this, like, deep bitterness at a specific, you know, group of people. They're not people. um but But it's yeah they are you know i mean i don't know i mean i don't know it's a it's a very they tow a very weird line in in this world where they are supreme beings that are completely different from humans but they're also exactly like humans yeah but i mean like um i don't know it's just interesting because kind of kind of like you said like his priority is like serving his like bitterness i guess um but he i feel like he doesn't realize that like 
I don't know. I feel bad for him. Like he'll never be free of like something that he wants to get away from. And I guess he's just okay with that. But I do feel bad for him. But like a lot of Luke's, Luke in specific and another way that he draws a lot of people onto his side is like neglect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Kronos was the first, I assume, the first, considering he ran away from home and Hermes is kind of a dick. (laughs) The first person (laughs) that didn't neglect him. A person of power. You know, he had friends. I just get scared that he will in the future. Oh, well, he clearly does. A person of power who didn't neglect him and saw his potential and stuff. And he gets people, they were, when you, what was his name? The guy that you mentioned, literally. Chris Rodriguez. Chris Rodriguez. They mentioned, oh, he was that kid who got placed into the Hermes cabin after his parent didn't claim him. You know? they can say it's about autonomy and about living their own lives as much as they want, but it's about neglect and getting revenge on the gods for not paying attention to them. And that's at the core of this movement. So losing autonomy to someone who's finally not neglecting him to Luke is not a problem. And that's, I think the main motivation of like why he does everything he does in this series. Yeah, no, that's definitely real. I just feel bad for him because I wish he knew that Kronos was gonna, you know, like yeah, we just totally, totally, totally take advantage him. of him and manipulate him. And- yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, uh, I don't know, like Luke did bad things, but he's a very well developed. Oh, character. absolutely, and oh, yeah. I, I'm very interested in like the sympathy for Luke because, like, as I am not a Luke apologist, as I stated in the first episode, like I don't think anything he did in the end was completely like willing to forgive him for and it's another um, big reason i believe that is you know they he knew who chronos was and while chronos may have had a really big like manipulative influence on him at the end of the day bud like you knew he was a bad guy like you knew that partnering with this would you knew he was a bad entity yeah so yeah, I, w- I was actually thinking about this because, okay, Kronos clearly ate his kids because he didn't <laughs> want to, yeah. like, his power to be usurped. But the Greek gods have done some pretty bad things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they but why fight like, bad with bad? But, like, Zeus is so True. bad. Zeus is so bad. But not I feel like... in this world. Yeah. That's I, something that should be acknowledged, but, like, maybe not with Kronos, another bad thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think it's, like, an interesting... Okay, this kind of... I kind of, like, formed my thoughts that I lost earlier. <laughs> um, so, the way a system of governance, like a government works, is I give up some of my own autonomy in order for your protection. Like, I will listen to what you tell me to do because you're going to protect me somehow. Yeah. And so they they get basically, like, the gods have power both because they're allowed to have power by, like, everyone's like, oh, you can, like, I will 
listen to you, but all, in turn, like... So they have power because people let them have power over them. But then since they have power over them, they it, it's hard to escape their control, you know? Is, did that make any sense? You lost me. <laughs> I am trying to... So... So they give so you give up your power for their protection and in turn that gives them power over you. Yes. And so that's both what happens with the gods and then that's what happens with with Kronos too. Yeah. Because like you and in this world like that's very literal like in real life it's like more of a metaphorical concept where, like, I will listen to the United States government because they can put me in jail. But in turn, I'm listening to them so that they stop people from killing me. Mm-hmm. No? I, that, was, that was a very basic way of putting it. Yeah. But, like, in this world, like, people literally are pledging themselves to Kronos's cause, and that physically gives, manifests him. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Yeah. It's it's just very interesting. What I find interesting about Kronos though is he's not he's not keeping Luke safe or anyone on that. Yeah, he's exactly. putting them in active danger. He's yeah. saying go to war with the most powerful forces in the universe just so I can get a body. Like he yeah. may seem like he's getting them nice things and giving them a good office and bear friends. But in the end of the day, Luke is in a lot more danger than he was before. Yeah, absolutely. That he spends with Kronos. I think it's, but it's a promise of protection in the future. Well, it's yeah. also just what Luke wants to hear. That too. Yeah. It's literally just like, I think Luke is very inspired by the idea that like he could have an impact um, against his dad and like actually affect him in a similar way that his dad hurt him so i think that like by an all-powerful like deity telling him what he wants to hear like go to war because you can like that feeds him and he's like that's you know that contributes to like why i want to do this why i want to like support you yeah like they're they're not afraid to sacrifice themselves for chronos because they believe he is able to make the world that they want yeah and also just like he'll be the vehicle that like gets their cause across and doesn't try to make them stop. I, this is slowly like not convincing me to be on their side, but like it, as we, we talk about it more and more, I am more understanding like, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I'm more I, understanding, like, but I see them like more how, as human. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. Like that's like how any revolution works. Yeah. It's very like French revolution to me, you know? Like their motivation makes sense, but then yeah. their their method goes a little haywire. <laughs> yeah, it's like all of Marxism. Yeah, there I said it. <laughs> the Russian Revolution. I oh, period. That. Yeah, <gasps> I could talk, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Speaking of periods, um, no, I was going to go with time period. I was going to work my way into my my next idea but I, I couldn't i couldn't do it um i tried all right monster donuts um uh-huh. 
Rick Riordan said fuck capitalism. Like, he just did. Um, And how this relates to autonomy... (laughs) All right, give me a second. (laughs) So money allows autonomy. And the idea of chains is, like, the inverse of autonomy. It's, like, letting one person control everything instead of, like... Yeah, I I kind of lost myself there. All good. Um, but capitalism is bad, and that's what Rick Riordan said. That's true. Um, capitalism is the real monster. Monster donuts, chains are bad, um, and control people. Yeah. Anyone else have to say anything about monster donuts? Maybe I want to eat a donut really bad. Me too. I have a scone in my mini fridge. I was saving you for tomorrow morning, but, like, I might just eat it. Half and half, maybe. Mm, facts. It might happen. <laughs> I do have to say, the more times they said powdered donuts in this chapter, it was funnier. Like, every time they said powdered donut again, I laughed. Tyson's so cute. <laughs> yeah. It was just very funny when he comes and... He, what, like, Percy's like, go find something, like, powdered donuts or something. And he comes back and he's like, I found powdered donuts. And Annabeth's like, the fuck? <laughs> like, when yeah. you send someone on a wild goose chase, but then they come back with the thing you asked for. It's like, go find me a unicorn. And they walk back with a unicorn and you're like, wait. <laughs> that's not, that, those don't exist. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah. That's always a fun little trope. Like, I feel like you never see it. Like, you, it's such an, a little rare gem. But I feel like when you do see it, you're like, ah, good a little, one. A little rare gem. Yeah, good work. Like, um, like in the curio shop in Webkins, when you find the, the, um, the Webkins diamond and you go, ah, yes. <laughs> and you go, ah. <laughs> okay. Does anyone have anything else to say about these chapters before we move into Seth's quotes? Not for me. Oh, I do. The only last thing I have to say is I really like that Clarice comes in at the end and is like, I don't care if they get shot. Like, he's like, they're so close. And she's like, fuck them hoes. Like, (laughs) I don't care. He does say that. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> all right what are our quotes Ooh, I, oh i i had one let's find the page um i like um, i have one but i don't I think it. i wrote it down right so like i have to like double check okay while you do that i'll, I'll read mine this is on page 132 um and it was <laughs> it was while um it, like everything was going to hell sort of like on the boat um and it's when one of the bears falls into the pool and ah the kids yelled in unison we are not having a blast in the pool <laughs> that was mine Ava that was mine <laughs> <laughs> it's just so funny to that me. was really it funny it was really funny because you know why I see them. No, no, no. First of all, the writing is fabulous. Second of all, I see them as, um, do you know, 
in Wii Bowling when you, ac- <gasps> yes. <laughs> when you accidentally go backwards and they all jump around. <laughs> I see them Wait, like that's fantastic. around it's fantastic. Like they go, ah. Oh my God, I've never heard a better analogy in my life. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, thank you. I just really felt it. Um, that's mine. I, I will share mine in a second. I just need a, a minute to like... <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, mine is also from the same chapter. It's uh, toward the beginning. It's while they're confronting Luke and Percy describes Luke and he's like, he looked like an evil male model showing off the what the fashionable college age villain was wearing to Harvard this year. Yeah. And it's like, isn't everyone who goes to Harvard a villain? Period. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I know a, a very nice girl. Who I also goes there. I, I also know very nice people who go to Harvard, but <laughs> capitalism. And then you could argue that we're the villains too. We do go to college. <laughs> oh yes, I. We do. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but we don't go to Harvard, and this is what this quote's about. Despite being college-age villains, <laughs> and none of us are Ooh. male models. That's true. None of us could be male models. You're male. I know. Olivia, <laughs> <laughs> damn oh But I am not delusional. Stop. Modeling is for everyone. Modeling is not for everyone. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. we're working today. <laughs> no, just kidding. All right, Neve, what's here? You stole you took mine. Hers. I didn't know if you had a, another one. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, there um, probably was one, but I didn't mark it down. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think we need another one because that. I that was a very good. It was. Very good. Good. It was like nothing funnier um, could <laughs> ever happen. But uh, powdered donuts oh. was very funny. Powdered donuts we discussed was funny. That. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I can't, Brayden. I can't get over your description of. Um, like Clary's coming in, like fuck them kids, and like, <laughs> just like shooting the cannon. Oh, I think that's so. Um, so that that's like kind of a third one. Not really. Yeah. I do think it's hysterical, though. It was. Oh, I love her, queen shit. All right, offering time. Who was gonna get offered to? That's the new theme song. I'm going to sing that every week. Yeah, I bet you'll remember to do that. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say that. I'm talking about, I, can't, I can't remember something for... I already forgot what I did, like, I, in a week? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that was a gross-sounding yawn, anyway. <laughs> I actually don't know who I'm going to um, offer to, so... I was hoping. I was hoping one of you did, because I'm still deciding... <laughs> Yeah, me as well. Well, um, we can let's, we can lay out our options. <laughs> we have Percy. We okay. have okay. <laughs> I'm gonna make a definitive decision. Amazing. And pick Annabeth. Okay. Okay. Because one, I am partial to Annabeth, and two, yes, me too. Um, you know, chapter nine was very hard for her. She had given up on Luke a little bit already. But now it was kind of like the nail in the coffin on her realizing that he's completely become a different person than who she once knew, which is very sad because she was obviously extremely attached to Luke, maybe in 
unhealthy ways um, <laughs> with a romantic age difference kind of sort of thing. But like, it, <laughs> you know, that was very hard for her. And she came through with the weird little hideout in Chesapeake Bay. So she did. She did do this chapter. I'm proud of her. Yeah, I feel for her on sort of that, like, no, I see the good in this person. No, I see the good in this person. Oh. <laughs> and I think that she went into chapter nine, like, genuinely thinking she could talk to him yeah. and get through. And I think she realized that there was no getting through anymore. You know? It's the most heartbreaking thing when you're like, no, 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 I know this person has more depth than this. Like, I know this person isn't just genuinely being awful. Yeah. And then, like, they won't be talked to. Like, and, it, and it's like, that's proof that they are. And it's like, ooh, like, bleh, terrible. I know. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like Annabeth right now, because I, I really kind of, I wanted to find a way to give an offering for a Luke, but I just cannot. Oh, yeah. Like, I really, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but, like, this chapter, he does not do enough. We don't, we, you know, he doesn't deserve it this time. He doesn't deserve it this time. But he, yeah. I'm trying to think of who I. I know I. Because I don't want to give it to Percy because I feel like Percy didn't do oh, too much. I'm gonna give mine to Clarice. Oh hell yeah! For coming in and saving them, like kind of fuck these them kids, yeah. But <laughs> um, but she also doesn't really care, and I respect that. Yeah, Wait, I mean that's not what I meant. <laughs> but she also saves them, and that's what. Oh, I mean, I'll agree with you on both points. Um, and she's just a great woman in power. Like, she is commanding yeah. the ship. She is in charge. Large and in charge. Chunky yet funky. Patrice Royale. Oh, I was like, where are we going with this? I know. That that was, like, sounded like it was going to be something very mean. But it, it was not. <laughs> I, huh? It was just my brain's associations with my words. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I should... Yeah, I feel like I should be the person who offers to Tyson, Tyson this week. Yeah. Just because I think that it's so just deeply sweet of him to go and look for donuts in the woods. Right. Oh, my God. And, like, find like find them. Uh, that, that, I'm, so <laughs> I'm not, not giving an offering to Percy, but I'm, I, I want to give him a shout-out for something that I just thought of having to do with that. Like, he knows Annabeth's upset but doesn't want to talk about it in front of Tyson so he's like hey Tyson like can you go do this so he can be emotional support for Annabeth and I just realized that as you said it yeah actually it's- so that's gonna make me change my offering I'm not gonna lie because that was actually really sweet um and wow. I just realized it and Percy has not got a single offering in this book yeah, it's always the main character who's like always a little bit boring. And like, Percy's Percy's not boring. He's just like he's the given, you know. Yeah, and it's like and Clarice has done great, but but she has gotten offering like every single week. So that's true. And she Percy, was just like on one page. Yeah, Percy deserves one. Yeah. yeah, he also he also like came in clutch like this whole chapter. Like he was doing well. He really was, yeah. He, uh, yeah, he opened the thermos. I was gonna say the fucking thermos. Like he did that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, he did a good job. Right. Who gets voted off the island this week? Who is thrown overboard? The Princess Andromeda and fed to the Hydra. 
I have a strong feeling about this. Oh, okay. she she has a strong feeling. The um, mean bear. Don't be mean. Do you want to expand or do you think that's enough? No, I'll expand. (laughs) Don't be mean to your brother for laughing. Stop telling him to shut up. He thinks something's funny. Also, stop working for like an evil 19 year old boy. But like, (laughs) yeah, like he's so mean to his brother who's just laughing at something he thinks is funny. Like, I know they're like monsters, but it really rubbed me the wrong way. So that's kind of, uh, that's where I am. I'm like, Agarius, like, go fuck yourself. Like, do take a lap. <laughs> <laughs> take a lap. Anyway, that's mine. Neve, do you have yours? I mean, like, Luke, but duh. <laughs> right? I was trying, like, that was very obvious. But he does deserve one, you know? Yeah. We'll go with Luke for the reasons that we've outlined in this entire episode. <laughs> yeah I'm trying to like get creative with mine but I think I think it's also Luke but very specifically for the way that he makes Annabeth sad oh yes like not not for being evil just for making Annabeth sad that's why (laughs) that's why I'm making my decision that's so validating I, I agree with that all right. And because we're halfway through this book, I wanted to give a little update on where we're at, like ranking wise with offerings and uh, voting off the island. Oh. Yeah. Which we want to do first. Should we get okay. the mean ones out of the way first? I'll get the mean ones. Get the mean ones out of the way, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, <laughs> Smelly Gabe, Joe Bob, all teachers. <laughs> Hephaestus and Mean Bear are all in last um, with one uh, w- one vote off the island. Um, and then tied for third third worst are Percy and Luke, both with two. <gasps> oh my god. In, in second place is Annabeth <laughs> with three. All for being mean to Tyson. That's true. She does. Yeah. She was mean to Tyson a lot. She's she, really yeah. mean to him. There was I mean, one... eventually Luke is going to outpass her. But yes. Oh, yeah. But there was one week where we were like, Annabeth did really bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Tantalus in the lead with Disgusting, five. Disgusting, man. All right. And offerings. Uh a bunch tied with one Hermes, Tempest, one of the, the great sisters, Talia, Chiron, Grover, and Percy, all with one. In third, Annabeth with two. Huh. In second, Clarice with three. And in the lead by an insane margin for halfway through the book, Tyson with six. <laughs> <laughs> That's as Amazing. he should. As, As he, he should. should. <sighs> I just, I, I'm not particularly, like, I don't know. He's not the character that I'm most attached to in this book, but I just think that, like, if you look at the characters objectively, he is the best person. Oh, yeah. He's so good. He's so innocent. And he's so, like, his <laughs> intentions are also pure and, and sweet and good and, Oh, 
But Ava really wants Clarice to win this book. I don't. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> She'll, she, you know, I'll speak on her behalf. She should take second. Um, she's she's grown up enough to know that she deserves second. Yeah. Um, and she's mature enough to take it. So yeah, we still have a we'll, whole half of a book to go, though. We'll live. So we'll see. That, that that's true. But I do think Tyson continues to do a good job. <laughs> he does continue to do a good job. Yeah. I'm like thinking about Titan's Curse and like who's gonna. I know it's like if 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 she's gonna win any any book, it will be this one. Yes. So we'll see. Titan's Curse is a wild card. It might I be Percy for once. <laughs> I mean, I know my my other favorite characters in that one. So I'm like, I'll be giving some offerings to Zoe Nightshade. <laughs> I was gonna say, Eva gives offerings based on who she's simping for that week. I don't simp for Zoe Nightshade. I just like think she's great. Okay, we don't even know what she looks like. But in theory. You do for Clarice. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, Zoe, well, Zoe, the thing with her is like she's a huntress of Artemis. So like I'll leave her. No, just kidding. In some renditions, they're just straight up lesbians. So. Oh, yes. I feel like we'll get into that a lot with the next book. Yeah. Interesting. All right, folks. That's all for this week. Join us next week a month long <laughs> I really lost my way a month long <laughs> alright folks that's all for this week join us next week where we will be joined by Erica of Seaweed Brain <gasps> very exciting <laughs> alright and what can you join us for Ava oh um, well we'll be reading chapters 11 and 12 Clarice blows up everything and we check into CC spa and resort through the theme of greed Greed as we said before (laughs) make sure to follow us on all of our social medias we're at return to camp on every social media platform that matters and we also have a patreon and a red bubble store buy our quotes on stickers buy our quotes (laughs) on stickers Uh, Bye. (laughs) Next week. Bye.